When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time to play with pain, where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now, here's your host, veteran sportscaster, and the voice of the International Speed Fishing Championships, Jet Waterhouse. Oh, brother! Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My guest today, one of my all-time faves, the Socrates of sarcasm. Greg Proops, he's here with us today. We're going to talk comedy and sports in just a second. But first, time for the Waterhouse Update, brought to you by Sliver City, the lumber yard that's in a hurry. America's pastime. No, not defending antebellum frat parties. Baseball. Met skipper Luis Rojas. Suspended two games for excessive arguing. FYI, it's four games with garlic breath. Giants have the best record in baseball with guys who look like the sales team at a Wave Runner dealership. Yankees fan threw a ball from the bleachers, hit Red Sox outfielder Alex Verdugo right in the can. Fan has been ejected from all ballparks for life and elected Bronx Borough President. That wrap-up sponsored by Medieval Knievel, the jousting daredevil. Olympics! Roger Federer withdrew, but he's too withdrawn to announce it himself. USA Hoops! Kevin Love withdraws with a calf injury, said Coach Greg Popovich. I honestly thought he retired six years ago. No fans allowed at any event, so for USA track athletes, It'll be just like home. That item sponsored by Advocats. Finally, cats who'll fight for you. NBA Finals. This show tapes before the game and airs after it. But most importantly, a lot of the country doesn't care. NFL. Raiders president resigned before training camp, which means only one thing, Greg. The my pillow guy has the goods on him. And finally, <laughs> this week in sports history, the date. 1858, the place, Brooklyn, New York. For the first time ever, fans were charged money to see a baseball game. But the horse parking, that's where they get you. This Waterhouse Update sponsored by the Marianas Trench Coat. Featuring the deepest pockets in the business. Now, finally, it's talk time. My guest today, the Craig Biggio of comedy. You can play him anywhere. Stand-up, improv, sketch, voiceover, host. He's a genuine Bon Vivant. It's Greg Proops. Greg, how are you today? I'm good. How are you today? Oh, man, you look good. Now, uh, listen, you, Coach. as a, as a Chet Waterhouse, I've never really traveled the world, but I understand that you grew up, I did a little research, in the Bay Area, an alumnus of the late, great San Carlos High School, the Dons. Now, did uh, your filthy lust for comedy start way back then, or when did you, when did you uh, uh, log into comedy? 
Oh, absolutely. When I was in high school, when I was a San Carlos Don, and by the way, Dons are Spanish landowners from the 18th century. And don't think that didn't strike fear into the hearts of the, of the rival teams. Uh, that's right. We, we may annex you and have the Viceroy weigh in on this as well. Um, I'm surprised that, ha- that nickname hasn't been washed out in a hashtag oh once, once they find out what it means. Right? The Dons. Well, it's not there anymore. Thank God it's a condo complex. But uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of any famous athletes went to our school. The answer oh, is yeah. No, uh, no, oh. no, you had a cup. No, no, not your high school, your college. No, 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 no college. San Mateo Bulldogs, perennial community college uh, baseball powerhouse. And uh, you're talking about your alumni here. You got the John Madden, uh, that Julian Edelman kid. Uh, Dick Vermeil went Dick to uh, uh, San Mateo. Uh, Dan and, Frisella? Uh, you, Dan Frisella. Uh, uh, Dennis Haysbert, and you, uh-huh. and Dana Carvey. That's it. Dana That's- went to the a rival high school. He went to Carmont High School across the way. But mind you, Dana's way, way older than me. So oh, I, yeah, I don't- yeah, no, no. He's, he's light years ahead of you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. So we, we didn't know each other in high school. We didn't meet till after high school. But yeah, he's the only other. There's only two other people from San Carlos. Three. Uh, Catherine Bigelow, the director, is from San Carlos. Uh, wow. Dana Carvey's from San Carlos. And Jennifer Grenholm, the secretary of energy. She oh. went to high school with me. We were, she was the queen of our junior prom. Wow, so you've got an end if you ever need uh, uh, to to bolt up from two two twenty to two forty. You've oh, got one and two, energy. If I ever wish to uh, 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 lay pipe across the Arctic, I, I, I haven't. I know exactly who to ring. <laughs> who hasn't wanted to lay pipe across the Arctic? Let's talk comedy. You've hosted like a dozen things. You've done crazy improv on whose line is it anyway? A voice of Bob the Builder for like five years, oh, yeah. uh, and uh, like a ton of voices in in uh, a Nightmare Before Christmas. So you worked with Tim Burton. Uh, what's what's the wildest experience? What's the most fun experience that you've had? Uh, doing out of it, all of those, uh, doing a Nightmare Before Christmas live. We do it with a full fork uh, orchestra with an orchestra. Uh, Danny, it's hard orchestra. to play the fork. It's hard to make the fork work right? inside a Beethoven symphony. <laughs> and you know, I was trained on the spoons. That's the thing, Chat. And so, yeah, so for me hard. to switch over yeah, to a timed instrument like that <laughs> after being with a bold instrument, yeah, uh, no, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> no, we do it live with uh, Danny Elfman, and we have for about the last five, six years. And uh, we're at the Bank Park this year, in fact, where they play uh, soccer downtown here in Los Angeles. Uh, We'll be there at October 29th doing it live with a full orchestra. And we did it uh, before the uh, plague. We did it in uh, London, Dublin, uh, Glasgow, Tokyo, uh, 2019. So it's really fun. I'm right next to the conductor. So John Marcheri is right over me. So when it's time for my cue, he goes like this. And he's right in my face. So I can't miss any cues because the, the conductor's standing over me. And they that literally was the said, week. they said, have you seen Greg's glasses? Put them right next to the guy, for God's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> so what's it's the true. road like? What is the road like with those performers? You're traveling with an orchestra and then comedic and actors and voiceover performers. That That is a crazy road experience, I would think. It's, it's just fantastic. We, uh, Catherine O'Hare's in it, and Ken oh. Page plays Oogie Boogie. Wow. And um, uh, we went, to, like I said, we went to Europe at the end of 2019. And so we did a different orchestra in every town. We did, uh, oh, golly, the, oh. The, the, uh, the National Opera Orchestra in Glasgow, and then the Royal, I mean, the, um, the National Orchestra in Ireland. So we picked up a different, oh, London Philharmonic when we played uh, Wembley. So 
we're playing with some high class groups, which is yes, awesome. You got guys who were slumming and gigging. Honey, oh, totally, I got I got to totally. go. I got to haul the cello down to Glasgow tonight. I'm working right. a gig. <laughs> and then the, the best part for me is because I I, uh, I live there and, and whose line was on for so long there. Everyone in the orchestra knows who I am. Wow. They're like, oh, Danny, fine, whatever. And then the, the conductor will go, and Greg Proops is here, and they all go, yay. And everyone's like, how come you know who this idiot is? <laughs> That's fantastic. What scares you the most out of all those performing experiences, whether it's acting or stand-up or maybe improv? Is there anything where, where you're still gulping and feeling that that good, positive, but still kind of a fear energy? Oh, I think when, you know, when you do acting on television, I'm always a little over the top and then I'll be, I'll see, look around and see what the other actors are doing and they're way over the top. And yet I'm always the one who gets called out. They're like, Greg, could you dial it back a little bit? And I'm like, what? I'm used to playing to the back row. I'm in a group with Ryan Stiles and we do improv. And I remember we, we once we were on the road and then we came back to Ryan has used to have a club in Bellingham. That had about a hundred people, like the 99 seat, you know, union waiver house. Right, right. And uh, we were used to playing like 1500 seaters and we got in that room and we pinned everybody in the room to the back sure. of the wall. I remember <laughs> like there was just no bringing it down. Like we were at full tilt boogie in the smallest room. And I, I think that's my problem is I bring that kind of raging enthusiasm. So that's where I get scared yeah. where I'm always afraid someone's going to go. There's going to be a conference in the corner and they're going to look <laughs> over at you. And then there's going to be nodding and then someone's going to walk over to you and go. It just takes you by the shoulders and just <laughs> yeah. escorts you out. Yeah, yeah. Greg, please don't eat those. Those are for the employees and the cast. <laughs> sort of the Maynard Ferguson of comedy. You're just right. very bad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Blasting. Yeah. I was going to say. Falls to the wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unable to play a small solo. I'm, I'm, I'm a full. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mutes, we don't need no fucking mutes. <laughs> Let's talk sports, Greg Groups, Bay Area all the way. Are the Giants for real? Because honestly, they do. You have to admit, they're incredibly talented. They look like they're in for the long haul. They're going to do it. They pasted the Dodgers last night, but they look like Ireland's World Cup team. They don't look... <laughs> they look pasty to me what's <laughs> hilarious is like we've got Yastrzemski on the team who's Yastrzemski's grandson and he's 30 years old I mean this is not a 24 year old phenom that just <laughs> popped out of the minors the, the team is a ragtag group of rebels I haven't loved the Giants team as much since probably the 2014 or 2012 teams with, that yeah. had Panda Bear and Pants on them because I think we this team really doesn't care uh, as my father used to say uh, they don't know how bad they are and I think that's a real important thing. Like we have a lot of good pitching. And as you know, the really the only bloody thing that matters in major league baseball is pitching in D at the end of the day, yeah. our lineup is all two fifty hitters. Okay. We've got Crawford and Posey's having a good year, but like Posey's a thousand Crawford's a thousand right? Yeah. belts, a thousand. These are guys who were in the 2010, 2012 world series. Right. So yeah. that's 10 years ago. And in baseball, that's a lot of miles. Yeah, so- you can, you can see them in the dugout working on their uh, reverse mortgage forms. Uh, oh no, they use an abacus to figure things oh, they, out. <laughs> but I, I, I love them because uh, that we don't have any superstars. I mean, Posey's as close to a hall of famer, I think is, is, is on the team, right? He's the yeah. only one who, could credibly unbelievable say, uh, you know, but I, I, I wasn't, I was completely surprised. Let me put it that way, Jeff, after last year with the Dodgers and the Dodgers have this just superb lineup. 
And they have for the last five years. I mean, yeah. everybody in the lineup comes up and you're like, it's like watching this 1976 Reds. You're like, yeah. really? The number eight guys hitting 302? You know, <laughs> I mean, uh, and but I just think it's chemistry and uh, yeah. a little bit of timing. Right. Uh, we, we jumped in in a year when I don't think San Diego and L.A. expected us. Uh, what I love is that the national press, it really doesn't matter what the Giants do, because it's like when the Niners would win Super Bowls, the national press and the rest of the country is like, oh, hooray. Yeah. You know, we went into the all-star break with the best record in baseball and they actually on the all-star game went, well, the Giants have the best record in baseball. Anyway, uh, here's the Yankees. They've got COVID, you know, like when Pablo Sandoval hit three home runs in a game, I remember watching it. Joe Buck acted like he, he was like, well, there's the third home run. Anyway, I just got this um, peanut brittle that they sell here and it is so yeah, it's like, hey, look at the Padres dreadlocks. They don't, yeah. they don't really focus on it. Anyway, sponsored incidentally by Pandemodium. Get rid of your diarrhea in one chaotic blast with Pandemodium. <laughs> 49ers, Greg Proops. Garoppolo or the, that kid from uh, North Dakota State, Trey Lance. The kid only played 17 games so far in college. That's like... That's like a fledgling stand-up killing, but at his own frat house. So I'm not sure. Uh, I think you still go with Garoppolo, don't you? I would, but I think Lance is an awesome option there. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's it's extraordinary to have someone come up like that. But then, as you recall, uh, when Joe Montana first came up in 1943, uh, he'd been a star at Notre Dame, but everyone still thought he was too small and too weak to play in the NFL. So I think you underestimate Niners quarterbacks at your own own risk. Well, I mean, Kaepernick had was a scrub, basically, when he got thrown in to start and then he went to the Super Bowl. And Alex Smith, as you recall, the last time we went to the playoffs with him 100 years ago, he had had like he was the most excoriated Niner in Niner history. And then he got hot and uh, and went on to have an awesome career after us, you know, so yeah. So I no, mean, the you only one underestimate the, uh, no, the, the, the only one you could was Steve Spurrier. He deserved to be underestimated when he played for us, but I'm reaching back for that one. <laughs> yeah. That's back when you used to be able to fold up your helmet and tuck it in your back pocket. Sponsored by <laughs> throwbacks, the e-cigarette you light with a match warriors. Step at full strength. Draymond not really slowing down a whole lot. He didn't have a whole lot of room to slow down. Clay Thompson back. Kerr sharp as ever. Do they need one more piece, or are they ready to, to challenge again in the West? A great, a great shot blocker might be like keen line pie. No one really thinks they need it until they have it. Well, I was always bummed that Durant left the team. I just thought he was such yeah. a key, key. I mean, when we won, it was with him, and he's also a right guy. And, um, you know, listen, back in the old days, we, one year we had, what, uh, 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 Chris Weber. We had uh, – yeah. We've had so many giant superstars that never folded together. But I, the difference is, as you say, uh, our coach won. Our coach is awesome. Uh, yeah. This isn't the, this isn't the old days. And uh, yeah, a shot blocker might be the one. I think I think that's I think you're you're absolutely right there. I, I'm just proud to be root for a team that's uh, refused to go to the White House and has Steph Curry on it and Kerr, who are outspoken. Uh, if there's one thing I hate, it's cringing lap dogs uh, and. Uh, <laughs> That was, this hey, this team is not cringing lap dogs. That's actually the nickname of the new high school that replaced San Carlos. 
the cringy <laughs> lap dogs. <laughs> Sponsored <laughs> incidentally by daylight. It's everywhere till about 7 p.m. or so. Now, uh, to you, as uh, you're more of a Giants 49ers guy, but do you miss uh, the Raiders in Oakland? Or are they better off in, in Vegas? It, d- d- do they match Vegas better? Or, or is the rowdiness, that sort of earthy, troublemaker scent that you can smell in Oakland. Is that necessary for the Raiders? I was always a Raiders fan as well as a oh, Raiders wow. fan. When I was little, of course, they went to the Super Bowl first uh, in the 60s. And um, now we're going back to Daryl LaMonica and all that. Yeah. And I, I always dug their style. The 1980 Raiders with Plunkett and that went in the wild card, I thought was a really super sexy team. Um, Al Davis was always so sleazy. And that yeah. was really uh, an anathema in the Bay Area. Like we were so used to clean cut kind of <laughs> dudes and straight arrows and stuff. And then they were that horrible team that like all of a sudden dudes are hitting each other in the back and the neck and leg whipping dudes. And uh, <laughs> in the old days when you could do the bump and run, like, you know, oh my they, God. they just punish yeah. dudes. Um, and uh, they, so, they yeah, tatumed I, them. they completely tatumed them out of existence. Oh, completely. <laughs> I think Oakland, you know, but my complaint is that um, we let owners own teams. Uh, and I think that's been the, the disgrace. The NFL owners are awful humans and the, uh, the major league owners are uh, the Oakland athletics deserve a much better owner than Fisher, the obscure billionaire who no one seems to know what he looks like or what he does for a living. Um, they're not even paying their minor league players to stay in hotels anymore. It's just a wow. scandal. Uh, and I think Oakland deserves better because Oakland's a groovy sports town. I mean, I'm a yeah. National League fan and I'm a, I'm a Niner Giant fan. So when I would go over there, it was like visiting. You know, right. we're so parochial in San Francisco that crossing the bridge for us was like <laughs> being Magellan. You know, you land in the Philippines and you're like, oh, look, fruit, you know. <laughs> I declare this property for San Francisco. Right. You just we're so parochial literally to get someone to cross the bridge to go do a gig or whatever or see something. We thought we were doing them the biggest favor, you know, to go see Ricky Henderson. <laughs> Sponsored, incidentally, by Smirks. The lemony, sarcastic breathman and Holland Oats. Oats from Holland. Olympics! Do you have enough Bay Area, San Jose State sort of track history coursing through your veins to care about Olympic track? Or is there another sport you like at the Olympics? No, track is uh, the, the sport I really, really enjoy. And I do. Uh, I was a kid in the Bay Area. My dad used to take me to two different sporting at three. Baseball, horse racing, if you can call horse racing sports, and um, track and field for some reason. So I saw Lee Evans run, Willie Gavinport, Philbert Bailly, uh, uh, Kip Kano, uh, uh, Francie LaRue. Um, I saw Randy Matson, Al Feuerbach, shot, put shot. Um, sure, we're going into the field events now, man. All right, okay. You're so going I, deep, Randy, Randy, yeah. Randy Williams, uh, who was all, a sprinter and a long jumper. Uh, I saw all of them uh, play and and run, and um, Marty Lacoury, uh, Dave Wado, um, uh, Frank Shorter, whatnot, and um, yeah, San Jose was always the most awesome, awesome, awesome uh, track and field team, and the women as well, of course. Uh, yeah. So I, I, that's what I go for. I, I'm. I think Allison Felix is bloody marvelous, and yeah. I think that the women's team is. Uh, you know, the, the International Olympic Committee is like uh, the, the, the International Soccer, uh, whatever they're called, UEFA. 
it's a bunch of really creepy dudes in a room smoking cigars yeah. somewhere on the Riviera. It's just gross. Yeah, on a and yacht, it, just off. Oh, the I, right. Not even in the, the, we're doing things. Overboard. We got to get in international waters, guys. Right, <laughs> right. Because of the because of the felonies we're committing, um, they're they're not supportive. Uh, you saw that a blind uh, uh, deaf player wasn't allowed to bring her mother with her to the Olympics. That they're not even giving childcare to the the athletes that have children, which I think we should be hailing the women who have children and are Absolutely. still Olympic athletes. What man is going to give birth and then not do anything but complain all day and lay in a day bed? <laughs> I mean, so now are we past the time? Where we should be uh, kicking out athletes for smoking dope. That poor American sprinter, marvelous sprinter. Uh, oh, well, no, she, of course she should have played. Uh, yeah, no, well, yeah, that's we're ridiculous. Way it's yeah, way, it's ridiculous. First of all, it's not a performance enhancing drug. Um, no. I'm a stand up comedian and I've smoked plenty of weed before I've gone on stage before. <laughs> and uh, I don't know that it, in your mind, it improves you. Uh, I don't know that it makes you a quicker comedian. So, so. it improves your inner hearing. Is all <laughs> you right? sound great to you? <laughs> oh no, absolutely! It's like jazz musician. You're like, man, I'm blowing my brains out up here. The audience is ordering nachos. Do you still have the prime rib on the menu? Because this guy's going on forever. Uh, yeah, we're way past that. I think, and yeah, that's just that's one of the million. Uh, uh, stumbling box with the, the International Olympic Committee. They, they've really yeah. got to come into the 20th century hard and they've got to quit being so sexist. First of all, they should have postponed this Olympics. Let's be honest. They postponed it from yeah. last year. What would it have killed them to make it in September or October? Uh, yeah. I mean, no fans in the stands. Boo. Boo. Yeah. What are the Olympics yeah, yeah. about? And the Japanese are mad. They're angry because they can't even go to see their own. Imagine if they were having it in your yeah. hometown and you couldn't go because of the plague. And they're like, oh, but we're yeah. having everyone else there. Oh, Toyota pulled out. Yeah. They're not going to advertise in Japan. What does that tell you? I mean, it's yeah. like, wow, you guys. Yeah. So well, I've only got to wait another 240 years for it to come back around. In <laughs> your was, town. That's the thing. <laughs> they haven't had it since 64. I mean, you know, like uh, it, it like really it wouldn't have killed them to just hold off and go because of the way things are. And everyone yeah. would have understood. No one in the world would have gone, oh, shoot. Everyone yeah. would have gone, no, let's have it in October. Then we can fill the stands. We'll be fully vaccinated, blah, blah, blah. So I just, yeah. it, for me, it's always the governing bodies that ruin everything. Yeah. I love the athletes. And uh, I, I think that they work their hearts out to get there and to get bumped for be, uh, for smoking weed or to get bumped because they don't want to let your mother come with you because you're blind um, <laughs> is uh you know, that could use some fine tuning. Let's just yeah. be gentle about that. <laughs> Let me understate that case a little bit. Sponsored, uh, incidentally, by a My Pillow Case. Make any pillow your pillow with My Pillow Case. <laughs> Finally, Greg, two part a question. Most distraught you've ever been as a sports fan and happiest you've ever been as a sports fan? Oh, 2002 uh, World Series against the Angels, the Giants with the Rally Monkey and all that. Uh, we had uh, we were up five nil in the seventh inning of game six and uh, coughed that one up. That was uh, I had to talk down <laughs> middle aged men off of a wall for weeks. I had to call friends. They were crying. That was bad. And then wow. the happiest, I think, was probably the first World Series in 2010 because it had took me. I was oh, my God, since I was a child to win one. But I'll be honest, the 2014 one really meant a lot to me when we beat yeah. the Royals 
And because the Royals were tough. Yes. Uh, and to prove how tough they were, they came back the next year and won the bloody World Series. Yeah. Um, w- that was g- the night before we won the World Series. They beat us 10 to nothing. <laughs> and I said to all my friends, tomorrow's game is going to be three to two, two to one, because yeah. no, that never, you know, how it isn't. And that one really, uh, that one really meant a lot to me. I think that might have been also the Niners, the first uh, Niners Super Bowl when we yes. beat uh, Cincy, because as a child, our mojo was to get up against Dallas and have them clobber us in the playoffs. Right, right. So I had seen John Brody cry more times than I'd ever really <laughs> wanted to. Uh, so those are my two, probably my greatest. Sure. Thank he, you. He was crying more than Ann Archer. Sponsored incidentally <laughs> <laughs> by three guys from Italy restaurant. Why do you got to know their names? What's it to you anyway? You like the food? Shut up and eat. My guest today, the amazing Greg Proops. Greg, where can we find Moria? We know the date with the uh, the live uh, Nightmare Before Christmas was October 29th, did you say? That's right. We'll, we'll be at the Bank Stadium, uh, which is spelled B-A-N-C, because we're playing by continental rules. <laughs> um, you can go to gregproops.com and find my podcast, The Smartest Man in the World. I'm also uh, uh, playing uh, this weekend with Ben Glebe at the Nowhere Comedy Club. Uh, that's at gregproops.com. The 30th, I'll be doing stand-up, and then I'm on the road with Who's Live, um, Joel Murray, uh, Ryan Stiles and Jeff Davis. And uh, we go back on the road of the very last day of September. So that's who's live.com. And we're gigging all the way out October, November, December, and then all next year. So we're back on the road. So please get vaccinated and don't be your cousin who doesn't believe in it is a pinhead. <laughs> Come join the fun. Say hi, if you will, uh, to both Ben Glebe and Ryan Stiles. I certainly will. Follow me on Twitter at Chet Waterhouse and my comedian buddy at Real Jeff Cesario. Jeff's album, What Was I Thinking, streaming now everywhere. And, of course, the Play With Pain mugs are up at Jeff Cesario's website. I don't have the time for a website or anything like that. Greg Proops, thanks a ton for coming on. What a thrill. Thank you, Chet. Great seeing you again. If you want more of me this weekend, I'll be in Toomer Hills, Pennsylvania, calling Lacrosse Cross. That's right. Two simultaneous lacrosse games, one north and south, one east and west. It's a Johnny but don't forget, especially if you're bringing the kids, the stands are in bounds. Sponsored by Jehovah's Witness Protection. <laughs> Disappear into the warm grip of the Lord at Jehovah's Witness Protection. This is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain.